0: You are all going to
1: die tonight.
0: Oh okay, I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin.
1: It's been a while since we've done this.
0: It's a, been even longer since I've done this. Exactly, because there yeah. was a stunt gen for a That's true. recording.
1: That's true. Recording. <laughs> uh,
0: I am moved.
1: Yes. <laughs> How we might. are in fact in Jen's new house as we speak.
0: Yes. Quite literally and I I've, I've made it quite homey. I'm still trying to find some of my art, but um, everything is not as it's always going to be. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of art just kind of leaning in places, but it makes me feel like I live here.
1: And and we are heading right into what we goths consider home decorating season. It's
0: Halloween! It's Halloween!
1: (laughs) Which we've been saying since August. I know.
0: And, oh my God, so I'm just going to say this out there for anybody who, well, they have the store internationally. It's called Home Goods. All one word, Home Goods. It's kind of like a TJ Maxx except it's all housewares. So oh, okay. versus having like clothing sure, and sure. housewares, all housewares. And they have an amazing Halloween selection that's kind of sprinkled through the store where I got my
1: it, my pumpkin the bat mat, pumpkin, the, if I remember, I I'll have to post your picture of this on, so on the amazing. blog so that people it can is see it. It is
0: so amazing. Yes. It, uh, it's like
1: twice as big as I thought it was from the picture. It
0: is beautiful and, and bronze. And, and so happy. And it's very... Well, of course it's happy. It's got giant bat wings.
1: <laughs> That's true. I'd, I'd be much happier if I had giant bat wings.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't everyone? I think um, every
1: job interview is interesting, do you think? It's like, <laughs> what, what qualifications do you bring to this job? Giant fucking whoosh. bat wings? I, Any I questions? I
0: imagine that that whoosh noise of yeah. like, wings extending. Yeah. No. <laughs> it would, and uh, and let you know I'm I'm in this position where I don't have to ask any you know I'm living by myself except for you know my daughter which occasionally lives with me and occasionally lives with her dad. I don't have to ask anybody else. I can make my house as spooky Isn't and as nerdy as I want yes. to. And, yeah, it feels pretty good right now. And
1: uh, it's like I, I've been saying a fair amount lately because I've been working on a lot of just like. Uh, crafting projects that leave, you know, debris in my wake.
0: <laughs> Detriment.
1: And, you know, I was like, oh, I can and clean that it up tomorrow or next week or whenever I'm done with this project, and, and it doesn't affect anyone exactly. else's life. Yeah, <laughs> good times.
0: Yeah. Oh, but anyway, uh, the selection's really good, and it, it, it does have, you know, it has a supply of kind of, you know, the sillier Halloween stuff, but also the kind of stuff
1: I got from my mom for Christmas,
0: exactly. And then, which um...
1: bless her heart,
0: (laughs) bless her heart. (laughs) I actually, my little sister just listened to the episode where I cackle for like the last five minutes (laughs) (laughs) because your mom trolled you. (laughs) (laughs) You mad, bro? (laughs) (laughs) But no, and then they also have some rather elegant. Things like they have these beautiful um, kind of like cut, I, I cut have metal to candle lanterns. Check this
1: out. Where it's, where are they? It's up in, in Linwood. Linwood. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, that's Just not, not that not far from where I live. Mm-mm. Okay. And uh, like I got that Skelegrow sign that's right back there. You know, scare your friends and grow Oh, that's skeletons. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and then the two little skull.
1: And then you'll be ready for skeleton war.
0: I yes. I'm already prepared for the skeleton <laughs> the great skeleton war, uh, and I got my giant uh, bat pumpkin. And, uh, oh, the Eat, Drink, and Be Spooky, I think, which is in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah I was in
1: there. Yeah, <sighs> it's good.
0: And, uh, but no, so, um, you know, uh, it has been a long time since I've been on the podcast and that we've recorded one. We had kind of a break. The moving was really difficult, and and I was just too stressed. Yeah. Um, and kind of due to that, I don't have a great volume of things that I've seen. But That's true. But, yeah, okay. I do have some, because I've got, you know, I mean, it's almost like six weeks worth of stuff, and there, there's still some stuff in there. That
1: reminds me that I posted saying that our next episode was going to be this past Monday, rather than the day it's actually released.
0: Which will be next, but yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: we, we wanted to take uh, a little extra time... Um, Due to West
0: Craven's passing.
1: Yeah. We, we we decided that that's what we wanted to do for this episode, is a West Craven retrospective, and uh, once... We thought of that. We realized that we wanted, we wanted a little more time, more time stuff, to to rewatch things. things yeah. Or in my case, with at least one of the movies, we uh, watched for the first time. But um, uh, we'll get to that. I think
0: you got a lot more watched than I did. Um, That's you know, I was true. pretty comfortable. I've had way
1: less to do than, than, oh. than you had.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my life is busy. My life is still busier than I would like it. and I think it'll balance out in time. But um, what have you seen lately that isn't... Have you seen anything in the last month that's uh, <laughs> spooky but not West Craveny? You know, I'm
1: not sure that I have. I can't think of anything.
0: Okay. Oh. I, I do have a bit of a list. Um, all right. Let's see here. It's all new. Uh, I saw Unfriended. Right. Uh, which I didn't really like that much.
1: I thought it looked terrible from the trailer, so yeah, I, I'm, um, I'm glad you threw yourself you know, on that grenade for me.
0: <laughs> so you don't have to. Yeah. Um, it. It was an interesting premise. Um, it was, um, it was an interesting premise, and you know, along the lines of when, you know, Paranormal Activity first came out, or sure. say Blair Witch Project, when you're like, oh my god, it's found footage, right. and that's kind of exciting because it, you know, had been done to death yet. Uh, it's an interesting thing that it all takes place on a computer screen, and it's all through social media and and kids. Uh, You know snapchatting and 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 having video phone calls with each other and it's interesting but um and people whose opinions i really respect like found things to really really like about it and it was just lost on me a lot um you know i'm not saying it was terrible but i just didn't find as much as i wanted to to enjoy about it sure so so there there's where i am with that um to me, man. it
1: looked kind of like The Den, but not nearly as good.
0: Yeah, The Den's amazing. So. so and you, I think you even liked The Den less than I did. and, and But I, still thought, thought it was, was, I well, still thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the New Man in My Life has introduced me to much silly horror. Um, <laughs> sillier horror than I would normally have lined up for previously to watch, but it's been a lot of fun. I saw Lake Placid. Oh, you've never time. seen that before? I had, ah! no, this is not, there's, there's a, a level of silly that I don't know. Did, did you really like the into. woman who
1: was feeding?
0: Oh, <laughs> Betty White? Yeah.
1: Oh, it was Betty White, it that's right. Betty yeah. I, I, it's been years since I've seen it. You know, and, I, 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 just remember her as, I, I, hope it's all your friends. Yeah, <laughs> I know, the line is. yeah. And,
0: and it has Oliver Platt, who I am. Oh yeah. Oh my God! I just I have had a crush on him, him and his giant fucking noggin for like more more years than I'd like to admit. It's like an apple on a pencil. It is. It's like sputnik. Oh, I, I
1: I don't remember if I ever told you this, but uh, my friend Steve Feldman, hi Steve, <laughs> um, told me that, that the last time that that uh, we 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 referenced that whole shtick from *So I Married an Axe Murder*, he yeah, nearly that- drove off the road laughing. <laughs> So maybe we should put some sort of warning label on, on our podcast. Do not listen to this while driving.
0: Oh, meow. Um, so my elderly okay. 18-year-old cat is not has not taken to moving well, and she yells at me a lot. So she will be so guesting on the podcast. She will be guesting on the podcast, and she disapproves of everything. Yes. Um, so <laughs> pretty much everything that I've seen has been amazingly silly <laughs> so I saw that I, I finally rewatched Return of the Living Dead
1: yeah which was I've been, pretty good you- Good, uh, yes. good. You, you told me you rewatched it, and I've been on kind of ten o'clock high. She didn't say whether she liked it or not. I did. You
0: know, I mean, it, it, it's very silly, and and it
1: does start a little rough. You know, it does start so a that last rough. time that you tried watching it, right? I, I, was, I kind of stopped. Yeah, girl, I, was, like, I was, I was, I was totally serious. when I, was like, I, was I don't know. What, you know,
0: no, gotta watch further than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the big punk scene in the mm-hmm. big musical is pretty awesome. Send more paramedics! paramedics. I know. I mean, come on. <laughs> And honestly, the the scene with the female zombie on on the... It's it, terrifying
1: it, it is, and it, moving and... and, and yeah. And, it hurts. Yeah.
0: You're like, oh, this is more feels than I was expecting. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's... Yeah.
0: And I guess I'm just getting a whole bunch out of the way because the other one that I'd seen that I had never seen before was Lair of the White Worm. <laughs> which is amazingly I, silly and... Youthful Peter Capaldi. Yes, is just I've been wanting to
1: rewatch it for beautiful. that reason. Beautiful,
0: and and the one thing I was struck with was there's this big seduction scene where where the the primary devil slash snake woman yes. is wearing this long caftan of that's almost kind of reptilian because it's kind of like oh yeah, and I'm like oh. I wanna, <laughs> want a serpentine captain that I can wear around the house and be a seductress. <laughs> yes, you I need have one of those. life goals, yes. you know. I I need to hug what's his name.
1: Uh, uh, Doug Jones. I need
0: to hug Doug Jones. I need uh, I need a sexy captain, which is kind of, blind. You know, it, it, they don't really go together. in A sexy captain.
1: Generally but, not, but but, but yeah. I, I think I remember, remember the costume you're talking about. Fucking yeah. Hot, yeah. I, I think my favorite bit in it has to be when she's about to like ritually sacrifice somebody and her doorbell rings and she's <laughs> <just> like shit because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was just so banal yeah. that that it was yeah
0: Yep. Yeah. um in
1: who else is in that it's got somebody else, is it Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant is in it Hugh yeah Grant. Could, who was also well, just a fetus named, in that movie yeah I know he
0: was just you know yeah so so young um. And we're also, you know, so all of these movies that I'm watching are all kind of the blame falls on, on the new man, but also what we're drinking falls on, on his head too. It
1: is. Bless you, sir. Yes.
0: So good. It is. Uh, uh, I, I have a favorite cider. This, this was my favorite cider long before. It is a fall cider by Woodchuck and it's just, it's like apple pie. It's all Mm nutmeggy and, and spicy he introduced me to cinnamon whiskey, and and there are different levels of cinnamon whiskey. I mean, there are people out there who are going to be like, cinnamon whiskey is just a blasphemy. If you're not sure, just drinking yeah. straight whiskey, rah, rah, rah. I'm sorry, cinnamon whiskey is on ice is amazing. And then if you put it in cider, it is so amazing. And another recommendation yes. I heard from somebody is to drink it in like a really good root beer. Huh. But uh, that doesn't appeal to me. That's, that seems weird. I would try. I would try. I'm I would not, try. You know, I'm just gonna say it was a suggestion. I'm not jumping on top of it. But the, the yeah the whiskey and and the what?
1: Oh, I was just thinking we we, we we have like a, a regular drink suggestion, uh, yes. segment of our podcast it, here. Would, it would
0: be how how uh Nick Charles of us of you know the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. The one thing that was a uh, so I liked *Flare of the White Worm*. It's it's very oh my I liked it better than Gothic because <laughs> fuck Gothic. <laughs> I really like Gothic, but I
1: totally understand, I understand why you're coming from. Oh, um, but
0: uh, well, maybe I just wanted to punch everybody in the face. Like, oh yeah, how, how, how they were like all affected and and like spoiled and horrible mm-hmm. um, well, made me want to punch them in the face. That's, and there's yeah, a slight okay. level of that. It would.
1: Abby would like you to pet her now. Yeah,
0: she's giving me this the tuss, the little soft paw. That's pat,
1: pat. So ridiculously cute. Pat pat pat, pat She's pat, like pat. pat me like this. Well, Look, you, you'll see, use see, you use your like paw like this yeah. on me, yeah. except
0: on my head. <laughs> I would pat you on your head, but my arms are short, so I can't reach that high. Your
1: arms are too short to box with pads.
0: <laughs> Where does that
1: come from? <laughs> it's the title of a play.
0: Stop doing that, please.
1: I have no idea what it's about. Okay, the one Abby, thing... come over here, and I will pet you. Yes, go... come here.
0: Oh, oh whoa, whoa, whoa. very
1: funded
0: yeah and it, plus she her balance isn't that great anymore me either the, the one movie that made me really really sad when i watched it because i was really excited was yeah. harbinger down oh
1: yeah you were telling the, me that I it was good. it was a
0: crowdfunded um i don't know if it's entirety crowdfunded but it was crowdfunded entirely almost all practical effects uh, has Lance Henriksen, which uh, we just fucking Who's love him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, panties, panties falling no, right no, on the floor. No, no, no. Oh, hey. she's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, but it is. I, I just heard a, an interview with the writers and directors of it, and they're amazing. And they were special effects artists that have done amazingly amazing movies. Um, but unfortunately, where they were trying to have kind of an homage to say the thing and kind of like alien um it went past instead of just being like honoring it they just made that except it's on a boat (laughs) and it doesn't have enough that is individual or imaginative or you are so annoying um
1: I'd like to to point out she's talking to the cat when she said that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty annoying too, but you I wasn't doing anything right that, that moment. moment. Um,
0: um, I'm just getting lots of little thought. Paw, 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 paw. Um, it it just really made me sad that it wasn't original enough to warrant its making. Mm. And yeah, uh, I'm really sorry the to hear that. the effects are really good. And they're really impressive, but put them in a vehicle that, that is deserving of the work that was put into it. Um. So,
1: so, this reminds me, there was something that I saw uh, within the past month that I wanted to mention. Yes. Um, for my portion of Jen's Documentary Corner, Jen's Montour's Documentary Corner, corner. Dun, 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 dun. I'm just not sure. I anyway, know. um... I'm not 100% sure I have the title correct, but I know you'll be able, you'll be able to correct me if I've <laughs> got it wrong. <laughs> um, I think it's Nightmare Factory. about oh, about uh, that's Can yeah. yeah.
0: No, it's a really good documentary. Yeah. And,
1: and, and you're talking about practical yeah. special effects. Made me and the, one that,
0: the part that broke my heart is they're like, who are the up-and-comers that are going to take your place? No, oh, yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Because there's not enough people yeah. up-and-coming to do that. It's a great documentary.
1: Yeah, it was fantastic. And... I was I I am ashamed to admit this because I love practical effects, but I was not familiar with these names.
0: Yeah. I and know, I've they noticed are, since I
1: saw it that I'm everywhere. seeing their names in the credits of just everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, if it's not Stan Winston, it's these guys. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you've got monster. Or... Yeah,
0: it's pretty much all the Walking Dead. Yeah. People. Oh yeah. Um, uh, on a different note, uh, kind only loosely horror. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. It's Carpenter. Yeah, I, 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 it's I, Carpenter. I will roll that into the... We need to do a
1: Carpenter episode someday.
0: Yes. Because I think Carpenter's pretty amazing. Yes. Uh, I saw that a couple of months ago. Yeah.
1: Uh, and it was the first time I'd seen it, like, as an adult. And yeah. I was... Left kind of lukewarm by
0: it. Really? Actually. Yeah. Oh, I still loved it just as much. I, and and it just
1: made me particularly sad because I was watching it with somebody who loves the movie. Oh, and, right. and I wanted to be right there with them, you know, but...
0: Yeah, you've got other things that have your heart, Yeah, movie-wise. it's true. Um, and uh, Gosh, I, I got a present. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Christ. Uh, I got a present of uh, a Funko Gracie Law figurine. Oh, nice. Okay. There. It's standing next to the Freddy. Oh, I see it. <laughs> It's kind of the place of honor. It you know I've got it, all of my knickknacks everywhere. I've got like a little Nightmare Before Christmas section, and then there's my my Bowie votive, like Bowie is mm-hmm. Jesus. Did Did you see Miranda's
1: amazing thrift store luck a while back? No. She uh, she had she had been in my place and she saw my my um, Jason Voorhees Funko figure, no.
0: and was like, yeah. oh, I love this. Yeah. And
1: like a week or two weeks later, she found one in the Value Village.
0: There you go. Yeah, I, um, I found, uh, in my unpacking, I found my Roddy Roddy Piper from, like, 1990 mm. figuring, I, like, cry, Yeah. Because I'm still so sad. Um, But, no, over there, I've got, that's kind of like the, I've got my, you know, handbook for the recently deceased. I've got my Walken as the Hessian from Sleepy Hollow. I've and he got, has his head now. And he has his head because I found Walken's head. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got my elephant in the room, so I never, ever ignore the elephant in the room ever again. Good. Um, (laughs) uh, I went to an outdoor movie and I saw a double feature I saw most of a double feature of (laughs) It Follows and um, The Town That Dreaded Sundown the original of uh, and I got really really accidentally drunk, and so don't recall the very ending of the movie, but I... That's would,
1: probably okay. It
0: was probably... It felt okay, because there was a lot of, of, of smack talking well, the, the, through the movie, because we're like, what the fuck are we watching? Well, the, the, you know the guy with the sack on his head? He did it. That's... that's the if one. you could see my... <laughs> but it feels... The movie itself, I, I understand... <sighs> appreciating it appreciating it for its originality sure because it's very different but different doesn't doesn't make it good yeah um
1: i still want to see it because you know, i like completely? i like slasher movies better than you do I really
0: with. do um uh, but the thing is it's so disjointed because sometimes it's kind of a goofball comedy oh my goodness i completely forgot okay so uh, anyway uh time to write sundown the original eh it Follows, still amazing, and that was like my third, yeah. my third watching, and it was still really good, and I, I feel like I get different interpretations of it every single time I watch it. Nice. Oh, my God, what is the name of it? I'm, I'm sorry, I've got to... I saw... What the fuck is her name? The woman who basically pissed everybody off and got fired by her agent, um, Rose McGowan. Oh, Rose McGowan. I saw her, uh, her short that she did that got a lot of festival play. I did not know about this. Yes. I, I want to call it Dawn. Um, Dawn. And it's, it's not very long, but, and it was a perfect, it was a, it was a perfect intro because how they showed these movies was they, where they showed, it was an outdoor movie. They showed the short Dawn and then D-A-W-N, sure. like the rising sun, Dawn. And then they showed The Time that Dreaded Sundown, and then they showed It Follows. And they all really suited each other because they all kind of feel both retro and of a time that doesn't necessarily exist. Nice. And they both, they all had that kind of sense. Um,
1: I I just don't really want that little clamshell e-reader. Oh, I know. That was so cool. I just
0: fucking love that movie so much. Uh, But Dawn is really impressive um and it's, it's short and the, the end kind of guts you and um, and and there's a, a tension and there's a, a teenage fucking with people that you kind of riding this uh, walking this line with them it was this. It, it was really really good I was this, really really impressed with it
1: this is reminding me somehow and I don't know why uh, I can't remember if I've talked on on the podcast or to you actually okay. for that matter about uh, X Machina.
0: I want to see that.
1: Uh, I yeah, I would definitely recommend it to
0: you. Yeah.
1: Because you know, talk about we are not things. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really good, and it was it was really nicely mind fucking in terms of okay, wait a minute, who is manipulating who? Uh huh. You know, um and. It just has a great little mm-hmm. indie feel to it, oh, yeah. you know, because it's such I a heard, small cast. I
0: heard and, an interview with them. Um, oh wait, no, 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 no. Nope. They had just seen it and they were talking about it. It was director of a different movie that oh, okay. kind of, but uh, they were kind of concentrating on that artificial intelligence. Because mm-hmm. there was another movie that had been done earlier that that was the director that they were interviewing. But they had talked a lot about Ex Machina as something in that same vein. Okay. But uh, no, I heard really, really. Yeah, good I think about you would it. like it. I think it would too. Um, and uh, the last thing that I have to mention of is, um, <laughs> I I I had my reintroduction to showing my horror movie nights, um, and it was an introduction to Jim because uh, I've started dating somebody and uh, and and, and, I'm and so
1: of, he had to face the gauntlet of judgment. He
0: did, I yeah. know. Cause my my friends are so horrible, horrible and cruel, and
1: they just. Well, we, we just want to make sure that you know. know he's good to uh, you. and yes. He's treating you well, because if not, no one will ever find the body. body yeah. So that's basically, <laughs> and, all that comes down.
0: And to. I am—I pretty much stand with with uh, Jillian of, of Gothic Charm School that um, I'm not allowed to solely make my own judgment calls on who I date. Yeah, uh, she's, she's suggesting the same thing. A to betting, me and I think there's a vetting process involved, yeah. and and I'm perfectly willing to accept that. So. Everybody seems fond so far. I, so. I
1: liked him. Yeah. So yeah.
0: and uh, the only other thing that is completely not horror. Oh is... but
1: but I don't think you mentioned oh, what oh, we oh, actually showed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we showed the original Gojira. Yeah. Um, and it's really good. It and it's so really good. heartbreaking. Yeah. And the effects are amazing. Came out in fifty four. Mm-hmm. Uh and it held up really well and and uh, the stories Pretty heartbreaking, and, and I, I know
1: I mentioned this on the night, but but one thing that I thought really helped it is being in black and white.
0: Oh yes.
1: And also the lighting scheme that it used yeah. it, is it was it was you know very dark and very contrasting, and that made the effects work much better than I'm than I'm used to. From, yeah. it, I, I've never really watched that a lot of Godzilla movies, yeah. but I've seen a couple, and to me they've always just been kind of just inherently ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate to be one of those people who points at any particular effect and say, "Oh, well, this doesn't work for me because it's so obviously X." Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you know, for most of the Godzilla, i seen that's yeah. a guy in a suit yeah. and, and
0: stomping on some lines. I, I just I remember what was it? It wasn't Hot American Summer. It was something meatballs or something. It had a guy wearing a giant, uh, like Godzilla suit that he kept stomping. It was Bobcat Goldthwait, I think, in the suit. But they had him like stomping around on things like that was a shtick in the movie. I can't remember which huh. '80s silly comedy it was. But but they had him like stomping on a whole bunch of things. <laughs> you know, and I think maybe he like dropped a cigar or something. Did, did you
1: ever hear so... the uh, the comic book series uh, Xenophile?
0: Mm-mm.
1: Um, it's someone that, whose name I'm sure you've heard because uh, he's a local Phil Folio.
0: Oh yeah, um, um, and we're friends of friends.
1: Sure, he did. I want to say it was in the late '90s or early 2000s. Uh, this just anthology comic series that was science fiction and fantasy stories uh, about sex.
0: That could go horribly.
1: It's really good.
0: It was One Crazy Summer.
1: One <laughs> Crazy Summer, okay. Yep, there's the Godzilla suit, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, the reason that I bring it up is because one of the covers from it that just stays in my head because it's such a wonderfully memorable image is this couple in a bedroom and the guy is putting on a Godzilla costume and giving his girl bedroom eyes and she's already lying in the bed wearing, wearing a costume that's made out of little Tokyo buildings. Oh. Wow! Yeah.
0: Wow!
1: <laughs> okay! <laughs> well! Which, I thought that was great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow! I, you don't know how to react
1: to that. I, don't I can not know tell you. how to react.
0: What's the goal going to be? I don't understand.
1: Yeah, I don't want to examine the mechanics too closely here because I, I don't... I think that would fall apart under the close scene, examination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As the saying I'm fond of goes, your kink is okay way the hell over there. <laughs> yep.
0: Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Ooh, <laughs> Okay
1: yeah it, 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 it's a pretty great series that there are some stories in it that are you know as ridiculous as you might assume yeah. and there are other stories that are just really really moving okay um so yeah that's my porn comic suggestion for this podcast episode after <laughs> our, our alcohol Michael's season. porn Carter yeah, I mean, what I yeah no that's not a thing we're not doing I'm taking this out <laughs> Okay, we have to start the podcast completely over.
0: <laughs> I'm throwing the computer out. i have sullied the computer. This microphone will have to be burned. <laughs> uh, the only other thing non-horror is I was just having, um, like, right after I'd gotten into the place, but I was into my place, but I was still, like, really amazingly stressed out. I had this moment in the evening of, I I've, I've done all the things I'm supposed to do. And I'm still stressed out, and I don't know why, but I've, I've done the stuff I'm supposed to do. Yeah. But I'm having this this moment of, wash, tell me I'm pretty.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> because, you know, it's like, you know you're okay, but sometimes you just want a pat on the head and somebody to tell you you're pretty. Ugh. So I spent that weekend, and I watched the entirety of Firefly. Nice. And I have not yet watched Serenity, because I cannot emotionally handle Serenity.
1: Now, are you saying that, that you you haven't rewatched it, or you've never seen it? Period?
0: Oh, I I haven't rewatched it. Okay. After finishing the series, I I want to watch the movie, but I, I can't emotionally handle that movie right now.
1: I realize this is an unreasonable position to take, uh-huh. but it, it, as far as my my head canon goes, I don't I don't consider Serenity necessarily canonical to Firefly.
0: I would love that. I, I would love to wake up with wash in the shower. Yeah. And and <laughs>
1: Ken, would you, you know? know? And, <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, I would. And so we're going, What's wrong?
1: Oh hey, wash, shower, shower,
0: Ow <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry.
1: You almost made me smell my drink. <laughs>
0: it's my house. I can oh, spell things true. in here if I want to. But this is your alcohol. But no, so and know have me. I know. I'm totally in control of yeah. But no, have, you know, why are you so stri- Oh, look, he's in the shower. And, yeah. you know, have that entire movie have been an awful, awful dream.
1: I, my, my, my other similar one uh, is I don't consider Torchwood necessarily canonical to Doctor Who.
0: Oh, yeah, because it's so uh, its own beast. Mm-hmm. There's, I think there's still a part of me that's still, though I've actually, I've still never seen uh is it Miracle Day? Is that the one where everybody stops and stops? Yeah,
1: I haven't either. I actually watched the first episode of it, and I was not gripped.
0: Yeah, it it came out at a time where I was under a lot of stress, and I'm like, I can't handle this. Because I had just seen the one where he, spoilers for Torchwood, jump ahead about 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this, but where he had to kill his, like, grandson. Yeah, and the one before it, and I'm like, I can't fucking handle this right now. And also,
1: Yanto and I, dies in that and one. Yonto, yeah. And
0: Yanto, yeah. And... See, that's and, and, okay. So I remember that, and I forget Yanto. And then, um, I was complaining about Serenity, and I'm like, and fucking Wash, and they're like, yeah, and Book, They yeah. killed Book too, and it like Wash's death is so harrowing. You forget that, like off screen, they fucking kill Book. And it's just, like, in passing. And, and I remember being so... Because I saw it in the theater. And I remember sobbing and, like, missing, like, the end of the movie because I was sobbing so hysterically over, like, being fucked. It felt kicked in the junk over yeah, and over again. Yeah, seriously.
1: I think part of why that hits harder um, for me well, is one, that... Well, they
0: show it on fucking screen. Yeah.
1: um, And, and also, Book's death was telegraphed a little more. Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily specifically his death, but... the that somebody at that point in the plot was going to die, die and raise the stakes.
0: And also, didn't they like set up that there was just a, a danger? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's been a while. So, so, so it, it, it felt more expected, but, but Wash's death happens at a moment when
0: you're, everything's fine. You're feeling better about Yeah.
1: It. And, yeah.
0: So anyway, that's that's our non-horror, but, you know. Yeah. So,
1: porn comics, booze, and science fiction. Yeah, they're, um, woohoo! That's, that's our podcast. Oh my.
0: Um <laughs> talked to you in two weeks. You seem to get... <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, let's let's go on to West Craven. So right. you know, um I'm really excited because not West Craven, but I am going down to Rose City Comic Con this weekend and I am going to get to meet Robert England Yeah. I'm so excited. I get to get a picture with him and and hopefully I'll hug him. I yeah. will hug him. Yes. I, I will hug I I, I will hug every I'll probably hug you. <laughs> I'm a hugger, but um, no, I'm really excited. And and but when um, it was a shock. I I think I think people in the industry were aware that he'd been battling this brain cancer. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, because I, I heard a recent interview of people that were working with him because he had like produced their their latest movie, and I think it's just coming out right now. Uh, and but had taken a very active part in it, but had had to miss a lot of I think, lots of the very end work with it because sure. he was so ill, and I think people out there were aware of of how uh, tenuous his hold on his health was. It
1: certainly um, hadn't been in the news at all. You or...
0: know, and honestly, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. I, I, I hate, I hate people's, you know, I hate people's relationships and lives being treated as as entertainment fodder and i think that if you're if you're battling for your life it's not you know i mean yeah. while I, I appreciate you know if if you want to share it and and get the support from your fans but if if you don't want to involve them and if yeah, you, if you want to keep that. that personal then i completely support that too he was spoken of so well I think everybody respected him. Yeah. There's, you know, you had the people who just never really liked his movies, for whatever reasons, sure. and then you had the people who were like shitting on him a bit because, well, his last movies haven't been very good. And yeah, you what know, movies have
1: you made lately? Well, asshole? there's that,
0: <laughs> there's that, and also, I don't think that there's a director out there that you know hits hits the ball out of the park with every damn movie they make. Yeah. Uh, and what I think is so amazingly impressive with Wes Craven is, in my opinion, and, you know, this is something I've heard voiced elsewhere, he basically rewrote the genre three different times. Yeah. And yes, Last House on the Left was, in essence, a a remake of, um, Spring, um, is it there was a French. Of I think Rights of Spring. Was it? I don't remember the name for sure, but yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it is what it was, but the fact is, is that wasn't, that wasn't as well known to, uh, the general, at least American public. I mean, it was a foreign yeah. film, and it, it, from everything I've heard, it's, it's very, very, very close in everything.
1: Um, have you ever seen it?
0: I have not. I would and, not recommend that you see it. Um, <sighs> I am trying to think if that is what I saw. There was, uh, when I was listening more to the, the horror guru and count Jocula, um, there's a couple of movies that he did. I'm pretty sure it was the last house on the left. Um, God, am I right? Anyhow, I'm I'm pretty sure he did a, an episode on that. And it walks me through like the points that he tried to hit with the film. Yeah. And ways that he shot things that, so it wasn't for titillation, yeah. but for going through her pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have an appreciation for that in that sense. That is not the kind of movie. I don't think it was a movie created to be enjoyed. Yeah, no. You know, there are movies that are meant to be enjoyed. And it was an experience that you have that, you know, like irreversible where you, you, go, I still need to see that. you go through watching it. But it's, you know, once you've seen it, once you're never going to watch it again. Yeah. Um, and it's an experience you carry with you. Um,
1: and, and that. I, I saw and... Last House on the Left and I spit on Your Grave within a fairly short <sighs> amount of time.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> I'm kind of like, well, I, I, I'm glad that I have done that and mm-hmm. can now, you know, move we'll cross
0: on. that off the list of anything. Because
1: they're to both you. really utterly harrowing.
0: Yeah. Um, but you know, the stuff that came out around that time and, uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh Last House on the Left was seventy two. The Hills Have Eyes, and you know, you kind of clump as most people do, they kind of put those in the same, but there's they're five years apart, The Hills Have Eyes. Which I think I've seen. Um but I
1: know I haven't. I saw the remake of yeah,
0: which I've heard people say good things about. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um you know, The Hills Have Eyes and and uh and the and The Last House of the Left are not movies. I'm, I'm going to seek out and enjoy because they're just not my bag. It's not what, I, not what I look for in movies. I
1: really wanted to watch The Hills Have Eyes in time for this podcast, but that was the one thing that was on my list that I didn't get around to. to. Yeah.
0: Um, well, good then. You know, I don't think we either have, either of us have things. I, I think I am pretty certain I did see it, the, but. Yes. The,
1: the last thing that I want to say about uh, Last House on the Left, though, is every now and then there are movies that, watching them, they make me feel unsafe,
0: yeah. You know, not not that the characters yeah, aren't yeah. safe,
1: but that, that my, you know, you walk in a movie with, with sort of a contract with the director in your mind of this is the kind yeah. of experience I'm going to lead you through. Yeah. And in this, I did not feel like I was in safe hands.
0: Yeah. You know, oh, and that's that good, that's,
1: yeah, it is. It, it, yeah. It's a very rare movie that, that can do that to me, but, uh, it's an experience I enjoy.
0: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I did mention that that I felt that he had changed the genre three yes. times. Okay, so I, I think we'll touch on those other ones later. Sure. Um, I probably had a very different reaction to Swamp Thing than you did. <sighs> I thought it was fun. I saw it probably not, you know, I, I did see it after it had originally come out because it came out in 82. Um, and I I know that I likely saw it probably maybe almost 90s. Yeah.
1: I probably saw it around them, and yeah, I, I really didn't like it. Um, because
0: you're such a fan of the original. I'm such
1: comic. a fan of the original comic, and, and to also me, I was I had a,
0: no attachment to that. Yeah. And about, also
1: I was at more of an age where I had less of a sense of humor about that sort of thing. You know, <laughs> like it was the, it was, <laughs> was that more on the business? yeah, it was more on the how dare business. you uh, territory. <laughs> um, but I never I never really blamed Wes Craven for the tone of it. I I figured that he delivered the <laughs> movie the studio wanted. The one thing I will say that does kind of puzzle me about the movie yeah. is that the comic book took off and became popular because, you know, the, this Al- Alan Moore, this, this yeah, new writer, stepped in. took over and and pushed it in this more serious, weird, supernatural direction.
0: And then this movie is directed and, in its very...
1: Yeah, and, 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 and so the sales took off, and they're like, oh, we should make a movie, and they made a movie based more on the original yeah. tone of the comic. And, hey, what? <laughs> Why? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the main difference that in, in the comic, just in terms of him changing the plot immediately, mm-hmm. and I don't remember how much uh, the movie really touches on this or not, but, but the main thing that had driven the character for years was that uh, he was trying to figure out, how can I become human again?
0: Yeah, and then and Adam, Adam Moore was like, you that.
1: were never You're actually human. human. You're a plant who thinks it was this the person.
0: person has his memories, yeah. So,
1: <laughs> sorry, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And
0: but, yeah. But you have a different approach at what your goals are once you have to give up that, yeah, absolutely. that aspiration. Um
1: th- that- there's like a, a whole solid issue that had to focus just on, on on the other characters because he just went to the swamp and lay down and was and was just fucking done.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, which yeah. I think makes sense yeah. <laughs> emotionally. Yeah, yeah. But
0: yeah. Anyway. Um did you see have you ever seen Deadly Friend? I've heard, I've heard I good did. and bad things. Oh, uh, you you know the the. I want to, but I haven't.
1: Right, uh, you know the the, the local um, event night uh, VHS, Super Allies. Yeah, yeah, they showed that one oh. night, and I See, made I've it to heard that. It's about
0: a, a, a boy who lost his childhood friend and just loved her. Yeah, is that the one? I'm, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and so he has this this. Uh, intelligent robot that, that he built that also gets destroyed by, like, a neighborhood bully or neighbor something like that. So 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 he does the only obvious thing, which is, you know, to, to implant the robot's intelligence chip into his dead ger- girlfriend's brain and bring her back to life as sort of a techno-zombie. You are giving me the most fascinating expression right now. That's not good. Yeah, these no, are they, they, these, these are bad choices. These are
0: bad choices at <laughs> take teenage
1: boys make yeah it seems like it would have been a good after school special
0: hadn't she been dead
1: a while at that
0: point um they kind of I
1: I remember there was kind of a race against time of (laughs) we have to do this before you know they embalm her oh
0: okay I I thought she'd been like a childhood friend not like a former girlfriend
1: well I I say girlfriend Mm -hmm. um
0: friend who's a girl
1: I, I, it, it's kind of a pseudo romantic relationship. I don't think we really nail it down. Who are racing yeah, there. you can that you can probably hear that. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's better oh. than the 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 like ten minute long siren that we had that one. Oh
1: my seven. god! Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, the recommendation I got was you should really stop. Oh hey. And take a break. You know
1: that didn't even fucking occur to us.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't. We're just like keep going for it. <laughs> outlast the siren <laughs> Fuck, The siren is lasting forever it reminds me um i remember when i moved away to this college town and there's this coffee shop i always hang out at and and all of a sudden heart of glass comes on and like all of us like 18 19 year old girls jump on the counter and we're dancing dancing and dancing and dancing and i don't know if you remember this but heart of glass Is really fucking long. And we're dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing. We're like, this is a very long song, but we've committed. We're on the counter. We have to finish dancing with this. And by the end of it, we're just really kind of apathetically dancing. And we're like, oh fuck it, Blondie. This went on forever. But yeah.
1: There was a there was a time, uh this is at the Mercury actually, uh for a karaoke night.
0: Yes.
1: And I got up and did um the Art of Noises cover of Prince's Kiss. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it gradually was dawning on me as the song was going on that 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 it's gonna hit the point in the middle, you know, just before a musical break where Tom Jones says, I think I better dance now And I was like <laughs> what am I, I have do? to dance <laughs> There's there's no other way out of it. I can't just stand here like an asshole, you know, having just 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 sung that line. Dance now. <laughs> and and fortunately, apparently, I, I acquitted myself quite well in the in well, the dancing good. department. But but go. still, it was just this, <laughs> what have I done, you know? Yep. Moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now we uh now we've hit the Nightmare on Elm Street years, and oh, yeah. um, oh I have a
1: little bit more to say about Deadly Friend, which is you um. It did not have at all the, the tone that that he wanted from it. He wanted it to be this 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 kind of sentimental story, and the studio kind of gradually realized, "Wait a minute, you're Wes Craven. You, you you do the you do the horror movies, right? We want you to horror this up a bit." And so that's how you end up with scenes with, like you know the the robot zombie girlfriend, uh, killing somebody by throwing a basketball at their head so fast it explodes. Um. You Know again, not, Kudos. So much, not so much with the <laughs> way to go,
0: and, and, and it was horrible.
1: <laughs> and, and they have an ending that I'm not going to go into because I, I, I want to maintain the, the, the surprise if you ever get around All to right. seeing it. Yeah. Um, but let me just say, it was not the ending Wes wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, leaping forward into Nightmare on Elm Street, um, I actually saw them out of order. Um, oh, original? Okay. I'm fairly positive that I saw Nightmare on Elm Street 3 first, then went back and saw one, and then worked my way up.
1: I think I saw two first.
0: That, wow. wow.
1: I, I'd forgotten that.
0: <laughs> what an but, introduction.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Of course, the, you, at the one time thing I that saw I really it, did. I did not have any real grasp on how staggeringly gay very, it is. So very
0: gay! So very gay! Uh, so, very so gay! gay. Um, so, it, it, as long as we're speaking, this is the second um, complete uh, reboot that I feel like like Wes Craven did with the horror genre. You know, and there, I mean, there's other stuff out there, but, but, you know, I mean, there are... Friday the Thirteenth fans, and then there are Nightmare on Elm Street fans, and yes. I think I think there are fans out there who appreciate both. But I mean, it's it's kind of Star Trek, Star Wars, where there's Pretty a lot much, of people yeah. who are in one camp or the other. And I do not like slasher films, yet I love Nightmare on Elm Street, and yeah. there's just something um, there's just something about it. And I don't know about you, but I just recently watched Never Sleep Again. That was my oh, one the, concession the, to not watching all the movies as I rewatched. Um, yeah, that's Chen's yeah. documentary. Chen's yeah, documentary.
1: Jen's documentary horror! Horror! There, now we've done this properly. <laughs>
0: Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, number one, it's an amazing documentary, and uh, it is four hours long and sweet, worth every minute of. And it. And you never notice the time pass. And um, uh, and, and, and w- the thing is, is you know Robert England and um a lot of the other uh, characters are also going to be at um. Uh, Tina, uh, whose name I don't remember, which makes me a little ashamed. I hate it when you call famous people by their character yeah. names. It really bothers me. Or when they're like, R.I.P. like the character name, and I'm like, that character didn't die. <laughs> the actor who played them die. Give them a little bit of credit. It just really it yeah. bothers me. But um, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street, and I, I've heard people make comments that um, you know, there's there's been a discussion that uh, when sequels have a, a detracting effect on the quality that you feel the original had.
1: Yeah.
0: And the, the, the sequels to Nightmare on Elm Street are very different. Yes. They're very different. and But I love them all. Like, I, I really, really do. I mean, mm-hmm. there are definitely ones that aren't of the same quality. Five is really fucking wacky. Um, but there's stuff I love about all of them. But that first movie is terrifying, and I, I don't think I was prepared. Having seen Dream Warriors first, I was so unprepared for how fucking terrifying. Oh, the the original the, the original, is? The original yeah. movie is
1: yes yeah. absolutely.
0: Um, and I one of my few concessions and things that I did is I watched Never Sleep Again, and then I watched a New Nightmare, which does some amazing um, homages to the original series because there's Mm -hmm. that moment where John Saxton uh, falls into his Nightmare on Elm Street character where he starts, you know, Nancy, you know... Yeah. And, and you're like... And, and, and then suddenly... And it's, but it's perfect.
1: And then suddenly they're both back in the costumes from uh-huh. the first movie. And I mean literally...
0: Back in the costumes because yeah. somebody had just kept them.
1: I, by somebody, you mean Wes. Oh, was the, it the, Wes? The, He just He said, I kept this stuff in boxes for de- for a decade. <laughs> I don't know why.
0: <laughs> I kept everything. <laughs>
1: Turns out I needed it. <laughs>
0: well, uh, no. Um, uh, Paul Rubens is the same way. Um, and uh, the reason why they were able to do that amazing... Uh, Uh, Scream Factory or Shout Factory was actually that put it out. Scream Factory, Shout Factory, same, you know, but they just put different things out uh, with depending on who they're using as the distribution. Um, They did Pee Wee's Playhouse and the reason why is is because I think they did it on film, but then uh, like when they would release it to the TVs, it was on VHS or on video or something. And he had the originals. He kept everything. He kept everything. So when they did this beautiful cut of it that they released as this set, which I still kind of want, it's $100. I remember, you know, because I was a teenager when Pee-Wee's Playhouse came out. And and it was silly and youthful, but there was this underlying um, adultness to it that just appealed to me as a teenager. And um, it's like you could sense the underlying filth. Right. And everything that he was doing. <laughs> it wasn't quite on par with the HBO special that I watched way later and I was completely unprepared for how filthy it was. Um, I didn't but, know But no, that he's either. one of those guys, yeah, that, like Wes, just kind of kept it it everything. Uh,
1: apparently, apparently, the uh, Star Trek Next Generation remasters that they did uh, oh,
0: yeah. uh,
1: a little while ago, um, they still had, you know, all, all the stuff they'd shot on film um, for... You know, stuff with the actual actors. But apparently all of the, the, the model work had been originally shot on film and then composited on video. And they're like, No, let let's throw that part out. We've got the original film, let's just recomposite everything optically.
0: Oh my god.
1: So 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 they took all of the Yeah, all of the model work and, and just recomposited it because That's gorgeous. They cared. Yeah. And, yeah. and and I saw a video that shows, you know, here's a difference between you know, the 575 line video yeah. <laughs> versus, and it's, thank it's eye popping.
0: God, thank God for people who just fucking love what they do
1: mm-hmm.
0: because Absolutely. those are the people who save things and those are the people who, who keep it precious. And <laughs> there's so much, I mean, there's so much stuff that is just lost to time Yeah. because people thought it was worthless. I mean, th- oh, they yeah. say they don't, they don't have any copies of the original footage of like the moon landing or, or like stuff. There was like, Oh really?
1: Well, I mean, I don't,
0: I, 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 I'm probably misremembering exactly that, but there was stuff that was just tossed out um, because it was news footage. Yeah. And they just threw it out. Well, the original Doctor Who stuff. Yeah, where all the just, black
1: and white stuff. They decided, just, let's get rid of this. Because who and, fucking needs that? Yeah. Hey, people have color televisions now. We're never going to show any of <laughs> No, that, that was actually <laughs> the thing. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, there gotcha. were two main factors that, that drove that. One was people have color televisions now. We're not going to reshow any of our black and white stuff because no one's going to want to watch it. Um, I'm you know, this before home video was, was, was the thing, yeah. you know. I'm going
0: to have to Google the movie thing. Um, and secondly, um, it was just, just becoming crazy.
1: a case of storage space.
0: Yeah. There's just so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I want to go movie by movie because, I mean, it's just an effect. I mean, it's just, it's just... Nightmare on Elm Street had this amazing impact.
1: The the only ones I rewatched, uh, it, I didn't rewatch Nightmare on Elm Street because I've seen it so many times I have it yeah. practically memorized. I mean, but we saw
0: that at Cinerama. That was amazing. Yes,
1: but uh, I did rewatch uh, Dream Warriors because Wes directed oh, that one, yeah. and I rewatched uh, New, New Nightmare. Nightmare.
0: Yeah, and I just rewatched uh, so, it last night. So. Um, it holds up really well. And God, what a fucking wonderful thing he did with that movie. I mean it. The, the, the combination yeah. of making it into the real world and having it at the end, thank you for making the movie, and you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah Yeah. I mean, it's just it's perfect.
1: When I did rewatch uh, Dream Warriors and New Nightmare, uh, I watched them with a commentary on. Oh, um, sensible. And one of the things that, that he pointed out that I'm embarrassed didn't really occur to me is he pointed out why... He had earthquakes going on in New Nightmare. What what that thematically meant mm-hmm. it is it was thematically doing, you know, literally the same thing that the movies have always done. It's like okay, here, here's the world you think you know, and then suddenly it's all ripped out from under you.
0: And then and then what's terrifying is that the earthquakes that happened.
1: They actually yeah, three three weeks into filming, they 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 had real earthquakes, and okay. everyone was looking at, at Wes on the set like, "You're a witch, aren't you?"
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we should burn you.
1: Yeah. dream warriors was not as good as i remember it but but i still love it just as much
0: okay well good
1: you know i i was like this movie still
0: it's been a couple years this
1: movie still speaks directly to me this movie still presses all of my buttons in the same way that it always did yeah but i no longer objectively feel like i could wholeheartedly recommend it to someone who's never seen seen it before yeah
0: Sometimes time is kind. Yeah. But boy, it was fucking amazing. The, the one thing that was
1: really fascinating to me, because I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Yeah. And so, I hadn't really quite registered how young Nancy is still supposed to be in that,
0: oh. And, and that,
1: that she's like, you know, an intern now. Just out of
0: college. Right.
1: Now. And, and and so you know, the movie kind of presents her as this pseudo authority figure, and so. But to, you know,
0: you think And, and about so, it. as a kid. Yeah, you're like, she's a grown-up.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and watching it now, I'm like, wow, she's really not, and look at what all she's trying she's to handle. She's trying
0: really hard, yeah.
1: Dear God. Yeah. So so well, I had a whole new appreciation for that. It's like uh,
0: those, um, it, I can't remember, the, 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 there's this like, little meme thing that was going around on the internet that showed, um, uh, oh my goodness, Doogie Howser, I can't remember his name, and how, how, uh, how I met your mother. Neil, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris, and it showed like, you know how seniors look to you as freshmen and it shows him like from how i met your mother right and then you know how something how fresh freshmen look, look to you as seniors. seniors and it shows doogie howser nice you know because but yeah it's, it's just you know when we were when we were teenagers and saw this or even mm-hmm. you know tweens because i you know i think it was what well i have it right here in front of me oh there we go 87 was dream warriors you know and i mean it was what 80 82 was what was the first it wasn't that it didn't wow you, you want to try big... to thread that
1: together into a sentence <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah nightmare on elm
0: street was 1984 yeah and uh 1987 it was like three years later yeah so i mean honestly that kind of suits well you know in college yeah you know what yeah. i mean but yeah no that worked really well um but no, yeah. But I mean, it's it's you know to us at that age, you know, she'd have been a grown up.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know,
0: but now we look back at it and we're like, oh my god, it's you poor alive. kid. Poor yeah.
1: Kid. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, the one thing that we did watch together.
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah.
0: I, I had wanted to rewatch *Serpent in the Rainbow*. I didn't. Yeah. I, I bought it. I even bought it with the intention. I don't want to watch the *Serpent in the Rainbow* by myself. I think I would like it less watching it by myself. Where if I watched it with a group of people, that I might like it more.
1: I think maybe I was too young when I saw it. I don't know. I, I, I remember just mainly being bored by it.
0: Okay. Well, then there we go. Um, we watched Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> the soundtrack which, which, to Shocker is amazing. It's a
1: great soundtrack. You should run out and <laughs> buy that cassette tape right now.
0: Unfortunately, I was looking at it on iTunes, and you can only get the score. They don't have the oh soundtrack, word. which is all the metal. And I'm sure you, you can assemble it. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: um like, like how people were, were, were frantically trying to assemble the um i have
0: a ferris bueller soundtrack that
1: oh yeah me yeah
0: because it never came
1: I, out. I i was thinking more, more recently of uh, a girl walks home alone at night the fans of that movie were like the soundtrack is out in three months fuck you i'm not waiting that long yeah
0: here's the list of everything in it. and I, I literally bought everything separately yeah. to make my own fake soundtrack
1: Yep. um yeah, shocker, shocker is interesting. We both remember liking it when we first <laughs> well, saw it. I loved it. But the I Suck Fairy it. has beaten the crap out of this film. It, in the it is limping years. and nearly dead.
0: Yes. And, and also, we're looking at each other going, like, we remember diving right into him being put in the electric chair, and it fucking goes on forever. Like, it's, there's so yeah. much time of him being alive, and you're like, this is the worst part of the movie. And then when he's being led off to the electric chair, and, like, the metal starts, you're like... Woo! Yeah, and, and that doesn't
1: tough, last for very long. Yeah,
0: your enthusiasm is quickly beaten out of you.
1: So uh, apparently um, that was one of the things that the Wes was talking about doing a remake of, and I wish he had gotten around to that. Yeah. Because there's some good ideas in that that it could be strip-mined for, but... Yeah. I remember at one point when... Um, our villain possesses this little girl that, that we looked at each other and we're, we're like, this little girl is genuinely the best actor in this movie. She was. And that's, she
0: was, especially when she channeled that's, Tinker. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. like,
1: she's, holy crap. Scared. I'm yeah.
0: fucking scared of her. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And <laughs> that's, that's not, not good.
0: Um, <laughs> that's a bad thing. Um, the one thing that I wanted to mention, and I only heard about it, um, in, uh, in, in, in an interview with the guys that had been working with him recently mm-hmm. and were, that were just heartbroken because they'd been yeah. really good friends and like eaten dinner at his home and were really close to him, he actually did quite a few episodes of the 1980s Twilight Zone.
1: Really? Yes. Which like, I recently bought the DVD yeah, box Yeah, uh,
0: Like five, five of the episodes. Oh man, if and, I'd and known that, them were I really, would have really busted good. that yeah, out. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I think they had mentioned wordplay as one of the ones that was really, really good. That's Wes Craven? Yeah. I've, I've,
1: I can tell you lines from that episode, yeah. and I haven't seen it yeah. since it aired. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: uh, one that I feel is also kind of not good, but I liked it a lot better in rewatching than I did like Shocker, is I recently watched People Under the Stairs. Yeah. It's it's wacky, and I remember liking it a lot more when it came out, um, but still... It's still kind of weird. I watched and it not awesome. this morning. Okay.
1: Um, and it's yeah. I'll, I'll agree with you that it's not awesome, but there's a lot I like about it. Same here. And, Same here. And I, I enjoyed the fact it a that lot more than Shocker. Yeah, absolutely. And, and
0: a lot of it's done simply by um, the characters. Yeah. Like when you sit and look at each character by themselves, you are. Charmed or horrified or frightened of them, it's just when you put them all together for a story. Yeah, it it, it doesn't it but, doesn't mesh incredibly.
1: It's true, but uh, it, it, in in terms of the character work, uh, the the progression that the lead character Fool goes through is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a child at the beginning of this movie, yeah. and he is not when these events are yeah. over. And. It, 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 and this is all happening in a not very good, mostly kind of goofy, over-the-top movie. Yeah. It, it's, it's very strange. But still, strange. Pretty, but
0: pretty amazing. The, the
1: main thing that I like about it is that it's just straight up a fairy tale. It is. You know, you, yeah. and, and and you don't necessarily know that going into it, because it's set in the modern day and in supposedly the real world. But if mm-hmm. you treat it as a real world story that could actually be happening with real people, it it, it suffers greatly. It's terrible. But if you treat yeah. it as as a fairy tale. As a fairy tale, it, it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. It, it, it the logic of it all works.
0: Uh, Nightmare Nightmare Fairy was something I caught on VHS that a front had taped all the episodes. Um, and uh, it's, you know, some of it was written by, by Wes and uh, it it was a you know, it was a new show. They definitely put a lot more work into Nightmare Cafe than they ever put into Freddy's Nightmares. I, I always
1: get the two kind of confused because of the similar names and yeah. because they're both West Graven. What was what was the premise of, of Nightmare Cafe?
0: Nightmare Cafe was kind of a limbo. Um you had these two characters who had had died. The very first episode mm-hmm. is Cat captures how they die and they all of a sudden appear in this cafe. And then they have it's kind of fantasy island esque where people land in The cafe with them, and they kind of have to work their way out of the limbo. Oh, okay. Um, and Blackie is who's played by Robert England, is this you know snarky character who shows up and kind of fucks with things. And and <laughs> and it, it, but it is, you by any chance,
1: maybe, yeah, maybe. or okay.
0: it's been a couple of years. I found an illicit copy of the series because it's never gotten any kind of release, yeah. Um and, uh, but I have, you know, illicit copies of it that, uh, and I, I remember, uh, it was right after I moved into this house originally. So it had been like 11 years ago and, uh, I remember watching it then and still really liking it, uh, even though, you know, it was pretty dated at that point point. and sure. it's not fantastic storytelling, but it, you know, in comparison, you know, I mean like the first episode of Freddy's nightmares is amazing. I think it's yeah. dated, uh, it was, um, directed by Toby Hooper. Oh, really? Yeah. And,
1: and, and that's one that actually goes into his, Freddy's
0: backstory. Backstory. Which it's reminds pretty scary. me, that's
1: something that I need to watch one of these days. There's this, I think there's seven of them at this point, but there's a, a, a pretty well regarded
0: uh, fan web yeah. series. No, I've seen like one episode of it, and it's it, pretty
1: good. Uh, there's a petition going around saying, hey, if you're going to do a remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, why not get this guy? guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Which, you know,
0: I think it's a certain point, sense. <sighs> You know, I I could maybe see it be done, see it be done later. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, I was there. There were good things about the remake. Very few good things about the remake. The
1: only thing that I loved the, in the remake, the micro-sleep moments, yeah, it was the micro sleep. That was a that was a really clever idea. And
0: and one of the, sh- the shittiest comments that I've heard because um, I Haley no um. What was his name? The guy who... I was really excited. He's the same guy who played in um, The Watch.
1: Yeah, Watchman. He was Rorschach.
0: Rorschach. I can't remember his name. But um, I, when they said he was going to be playing Freddy Krueger's character, I was very excited because he he has a, a menace to him. I think he could have done a fantastic
1: job with a different script and maybe a
0: different director. And maybe a smaller actress that he was facing because that was the comment that I would heard was like, <laughs> maybe if somebody's going to be mes- men- menacing the woman, he should at least be larger than she is.
1: Yeah, they they could I'll at least, they, they could at least maybe had him borrow the box that Tom Cruise stands
0: exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously used an awful lot yes. in a lot of movies. <laughs> Here's your step stool. <laughs> um, so uh, from that, um, let's see. Um, we we get to to scream. Yeah. Um, I've seen Music of the Heart. Oh well, there's Vampire in Brooklyn. Don't you kind of enjoy I, by *Brooklyn*? I liked it. I love Angela I, Bassett. It, it it certainly. And I'm I, I, I a I little harder on it. Be, him on the face, I'm it. actually
1: a little harder on it because it's Wes Craven. Yeah. You know, I I, I think he could have done better with the material. I have really only but seen it
0: once. Yeah, it, likewise. It, it, but it, I
1: remember being being pretty fond of it. The main thing I remember was the whole set piece of, of the the ship coming into the harbor just with uh just unmanned. Yeah, and it was just you know this huge set piece which was is, just crashing into harbor, which is basically Dracula. yeah the the Demeter okay. in, in in this you know huh. a wonderfully modernized you know, I kinda wanna context. Re- I kind of to. I kind of want to
0: rewatch it now. Okay,
1: well if you do and you don't like it, don't blame me because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still not saying I thought it, that it's a very good movie. Just you. just just that I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I yeah I'm kind of interested in rewatching it. I just ugh. I just didn't care enough to actually watch it. Sure. Um.
1: Oh, and by the way, I, I totally lied. It, it's not uh, Dream Wars that I watched with a commentary on. It's it's Scream and New okay. Nightmare were the two that I watched. Yeah, with um,
0: I remember very excitedly going, and I, to this day, and then I, I didn't see that mo- many um, movies in the theater, and when Scream came out, I saw that. I ran and saw that in the theater. Oh, yeah.
1: I remember they were kind of pitching it in the ad campaigns as you know, Wes Craven, you know, the, the master of horror from Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, reinvents horror for a new generation. And I was like, well, you're overselling it, but okay, I'll go see it. And then I was like, you're
0: like, holy oh! shit!
1: Uh, you, you, you did, you totally <laughs> you did just Completely reinvented
0: that. everything, yeah. And and felt like he had his finger. I mean, it's really hard because uh, one that I saw recently that is one of his last movies to have done was I saw um, My Soul to Take.
1: Yeah, you were telling me that. He it didn't just wasn't love it. good. Yeah. And,
0: um, it, he felt that the, the teenagers just felt really one note. Mm. Um, and the teenagers in Scream felt so very smart.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, and it, it, felt, it felt lost in, in my soul's take. And, uh,. It just wasn't a good enough story, and, you know, but, I mean, again, I'm not going to shit too much on Wes Craven because, sure. like, the quality of his overall work. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, there's a lot with Wes Craven. Um, I don't know. What do you want to say about Scream?
1: Well, the first thing I want to say about Scream is that I'm always going to remember when I first saw it in theater because there was this this kid, this this guy who was like maybe 18 or 19, like three, three or so rows ahead of me. <laughs> and during that, that, that just opening scene where we just go straight into terror, yeah. <laughs> he's just sinking farther and, and, and farther down and into you're a sitting scene. There
0: and you there, and you see Drew Barrymore yeah. show up. Yeah. And you're like, she is going to be the fucking heroine of yeah. this movie.
1: Nope. Bam. Dead. Um, and, and, and so this kid was like gripping pressing
0: in on himself. Yeah,
1: gripping the, 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 the <laughs> um the, the sides of the seat and sinking down into his chair. And then when it finally just 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 hit a point of of, of tension break. You know, <laughs> I, I heard him say to his friend, What is this movie?
0: <laughs> and oh you know, you I, pretty darling. I,
1: I, I didn't get the sense that he wasn't aware he'd walked into a horror movie. Just that he like like I was saying earlier about Last House on the Left, he realized he was unsafe. Yeah. You know, yeah. A- and and it was it was fantastic, and oh, I, yeah. I, I I both felt you know kind of kind of bad for him and kind of amused at him and also kind of envious of him at the same yeah, time. Yeah. For, um, and so that's always just kind of colored <laughs> my memory of the movie. Uh, the main thing about Scream that ha- has has casted shadow on every horror movie since, and it was about fucking time, was it finally acknowledged that characters, if this was happening in anything like the real world, characters in them will have seen horror movies. You know, they're going to be familiar with this kind of stuff. like the
0: zombie movies where they never, they're like, zombies? Yeah. Or they don't mention zombies because they're like, what is this magic? This never happened. Well,
1: that's actually the one thing that I do still really like about Near Dark is that I, I feel like it takes place in a world that doesn't there's have vampire legends because, yeah. you know, he said, he says to her at one point, what Where are, are we? we? And she says, I, I, don't, I don't know. know.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, and so I I think that really works. You know, you might, you, might you have, have to, to go, just
0: has to be done well. go
1: full on with that. Or you have to acknowledge that if there's a masked if killer, people are going to be thinking Michael Myers, are Jason it? Voorhees, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, it's, it's, it's like, um, there's movies that can get away with making references to horror directors, like naming ca- characters Romero. Right. And there's there's movies out there who've done it well, and it's entertaining, and there's other ones that do it, and you're like, you shut your fucking whore <laughs> mouth, because you're not even allowed to say your names.
1: I, I, I do love the bit on the screen where one of the characters says, this is like something out of a Wes Carpenter movie.
0: Oh! Oh! I completely... It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, so I, I just saw it
1: this past week, so... <laughs>
0: Uh, this is definitely one of those where
1: um, Oh um
0: where the sequels kind of Yeah bite the original in the ass a little bit. And I still like each of them. There's little bits that I still like.
1: I never even finished the fourth one, to be honest.
0: I, I've watched them all and I have the set. Um it's not fantastic. Yeah. Um you know uh, I, I I like but Two and three it, it, it just almost, fine, but
1: it they're not nearly. M
0: Night Shyamalan, where it's like, "There's a twist, you <laughs> know, what a twist!" But... Well, I, I
1: I do love, you know, Randy's whole arc through these yeah. of uh, of and then even uh,
0: coming uh, back from the dead.
1: Yeah, i saying okay, now <laughs> now we're dealing with a sequel, so we have yeah. to we we have to we're we're following the rules of sequels, and and then the third one, he was like, "No, no, no I was totally wrong. This is it, this is a trilogy, and oh, in wow. trilogies, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah." <laughs> um. The other thing I wanted to mention uh, about Scream is something from the, the uh, commentary, because the, the commentary was actually uh, Wes and uh, Kevin Williamson, who wrote the script. Okay. Um, and you were talking earlier about, you know, there's Nightmare on Elm Street, and then there's all of its sequels. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's a line in uh, the opening oh, funny. scene, yeah. you know, it, it, it is where, you know, it, during, during the whole famous, you know, what's your favorite scary movie conversation uh Nightmare All Street comes up and, and and she says, Well, the, the first one was great, but the rest of them sucked. Mm-hmm. And Wes Craven was, was like, maybe I should take that line out. Is that is that a little self-serving? And Kevin Williamson had pointed out to him that I you made one of the sequels that I'm talking about in that the rest of them sucked line. And he's like, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah okay, I'll leave okay. it in. <laughs> This is jumping ahead in time, but not in, not in subject matter. I uh, know I was talking to you the other day, I have seen the first uh, episode of the Scream TV series. Okay. Um, and I will definitely be watching more of it. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not, you know, immediately in love with it, but I, it definitely ha, has earned my, my attention.
0: It, it is something that I might watch. And the thing is, one of the things I was really impressed with is they have really brought in some A-list directors
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, for
0: each of the, yeah. There's some really good directors. I can't name off the top of my head, but I know uh, when they were throwing out memes, and I was like, holy shit. Um, so I was I was really impressed. Nice. And um, I think I'd watch them just for that. Uh, it's just right now I have stuff that I really, really want to watch that's just been sitting on the back burner. You haven't I finished ha- I haven't watching Hannibal Hannibal, I one. haven't and... finished watching Penny Dreadful. Yeah. I, I care an awful lot more about those than I care about, about the screen. Sure. Um, but no, I've heard really good things. Yeah. I've also heard it's not made for me. You know. It's, Basically it's, no. Yeah. No, it's, it's made it's... for the next generation of horror fans. Yeah. Um and, you're too old for it. And, and
1: I, uh, I feel like he's addressing yeah. people that age as intelligently as well, the original film did. Yeah, good. Um, good, good. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um you know, I mean his la- his last three that I feel like talking about that. I don't know how much is going to be said. I did see Music from the Heart. Um, I contemplated rewatching I it. I didn't
1: even know that existed until I was in Scarecrow the other day, looking at it and going, "Has this, Directed been, mis-
0: by Wes Craven? Has this
1: been misfiled?" Because <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the West Craven section. And I'm like, "Did this end up here by accident?" I look at the I back.
0: I think that given the opportunity, West Craven would have done more movies that weren't horror based.
1: I read the best quote for him the other day. Yeah, because he was ta- he was talking about. The fact that that he'd been, you know, sort of confined to this, you know, what people expect him to be—a horror director—and he's like, well, okay, if I'm going to be the cage, if I'm going to be a caged bird, I'm going to sing the most beautiful song I can.
0: Oh, that kills me. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And kind of side referencing that out, um, it makes me really sad that Robert Englund hasn't gotten more opportunities. Because he oh, yeah. would be such a wonderful character actor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, because those are my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. Those are. I I rewatched um in a, another episode of Jen's documentary corner. Jen's yes. documentary <laughs> corner. Her, uh, there's a favorite documentary documentary of mine. You um, know the
1: music is going to be dropped in every single time. Fantastic. Really, okay, anyway, there's
0: a reason why <laughs> I, I, I deliver. <laughs> Hello. Um. There's this wonderful documentary about character actors called the guy who was in that thing. And there was a a sequel done for it called the gal who was in that thing. Oh, the guy part two. No, I just saw it and bought it today. Yeah. And they're all, you know, all their you know, all their faces. Sure. And you know, none of their names. And I know some of their names cause they're, that's my bag that that those are the actors I love. And, but it just breaks my heart that Robert England is pumping out, shitty horror movie after shitty horror movie because he's exactly who they seek out and he and and in my heart he deserves to make a living
1: he shouldn't be making things like the mangler yeah you know but
0: he would be a wonderful like and especially at his current age Mm -hmm. there are these wonderful roles he could have that men have access to that women don't yeah um that he would be wonderful for because he is a well-trained actor. He just brings out a very certain persona for every single one of these fucking horror movies that he does. Yeah. That he, I think, I think is his, you know, it is the acting equivalent of his resting bitchy face. mm -hmm. You know, that is, he can fall into that really easily and play that, that horror guy. I,
1: I, I, would, I would even be happy if he got a broader range of yeah. horror movies. Uh, c- but they the, all
0: hit this one hysteric note yeah. of di- almost discomfort. and I But I just feel like he deserves so much more than that.
1: But but I, I just had, had the, the this image of if he had the lead role in One Hour Photo, he would nailed that.
0: Oh, my God, yes.
1: I, and I would love to see him play a character like that. that I would, would love
0: to see him given a role that had some of the hysteria removed. Yeah. Where he could be quiet. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much more to him. I my goal, and I've I've said this to a couple of my close friends with meeting him, with meeting Robert England this weekend, is Complete sentences. Complete <laughs> sentences, not just pointing at my crotch. Oh wait, he's not Tim Curry. <laughs> um I had an opportunity to meet Tim Curry. He was hosting he was emceeing a blues concert in Minneapolis and I couldn't go up to him, even though you completely could. He was in this open area. People were walking right up to him and saying, Hi, my name's so and so. It's very nice Mm -hmm. to meet you. I had this warm flush that started in my pelvis. Like, I have never been so physically, sexually aroused. Like just standing from across, standing the, from room. across yeah. the room, and I was terrified that if I walked up to him, that I would just gesture hysterically at my crotch and pretend, and and perhaps like just start humping his leg, <laughs> screaming "fuck me, fuck me, fuck me." And I didn't want to be that person because there, I, I can get, I would bet money that that's happened to him. Uh, yeah, I did not want to be that person doing that to him. <laughs> Anyhow, um, with Robert England, I fell in love with Willie from B. Yeah. And Likewise. there are other little roles that I've seen him in, um, that Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, and other little things, that, like little television roles. and But mainly it's every interview. <laughs> I'm just such a fangirl. I'm so excited that I get to meet him. But <laughs> I feel so stupid for getting all a right now, but every interview that I read with him where he loved classic film or where he loves art house movies, or yeah. where he sat with a fan for an hour and a half talking movies and movie love with him, with them and being this loving person and his philanthropic efforts. And he's this wonderful person. So my goal when I meet him this weekend is I don't want a picture with Freddie. Yeah. I don't want him hamming up or I want my picture with Robert England because yeah. he is who I fell in love with. And he is the one who made me love slasher movies, which I never liked because, <laughs> because behind everything else in that movie, it was him doing it. Yeah. And that's what I loved.
1: Oh, you, you just reminded me of referring to it as, as, a, as a slasher movie. Um... Something that I read recently in an article about Nightmare on Elm Street, that I thought was an excellent point, is it, it? It pointed out how much that movie just inverted the tropes, mm-hmm. you know, that already existed from, yeah. from like Halloween and yeah. uh, Friday the Thirteenth, where you know in in those movies you have this you know very real world setting, this very real world character with like a hint of supernatural mm-hmm. to it, mm-hmm. and this one was like nope fuck you frame one supernatural boom, yeah. and those two. Are are masked killers, you know? They they they're 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 keeping their their real selves inside, you
0: know? yeah.
1: And, yeah. And and they're silent. Whereas whereas Freddy is right here,
0: and you know, fucking taunting you and making it the most terrifying thing. Yeah. Because he knows what fucking scares you. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The, the, it, it, so this article is pointing out how how well it made things work by deliberately breaking the rules that are that had already been set up in the slasher genre. Yeah.
0: Um, the other two that I'm going to toss out really quick um, are um, "Cursed," which we've talked about in a previous episode. Right, we talked about that in the werewolf episode. Yeah, and it's because it's, you know, it's, it's about it's werewolves. Oh. Yeah, and it's you know I I was more charmed by it watching it now than when I watched it originally because I had no expectation of it being good, and it's very silly in its nostalgia yet making fun of everything that was timely at that specific time in which mm. it was made. Okay having scott Bayo yeah okay and having judy Greer like with this big fucking crush on scott bale right. and and like her big turn because you know you fucking turned out scott Bayo <laughs> that was not mean <laughs> but um but on the other hand the vampire or the the werewolf i thought was done really well and was really scary i mean the as whole...
1: opposed to the werewolves in um
0: Late phases. Late phases. Oh, the werewolves yeah. are not the best part of late phases. It's they're a fucking fantastic really movie. But they're like Pomeranian. Yeah. They're, werewolves. They're
1: they're, <laughs> they're
0: not they're not wonderful. I, I,
1: I've seen scary... Kudos
0: to them on doing practical. I've seen effects.
1: scarier furries.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. But the movie itself is wonderful. Go watch Late Phases. <laughs> that, that, that's that... Speaking of which, uh, we are so close to the Larry Fessenden collection being released by Scream Factory. Excellent. Uh Check it out. Check out Larry Fessenden's movies. I, I really
1: I want to over... rewatch uh, Wendigo because I haven't seen it I since. I fucking have. Ago. I just
0: paid a metric fuck ton of money for <laughs> fucking Wendigo. And and now it's going to be uh, coming, coming to me because no. I had to buy them because it's on Blu ray and going to be beautiful. Because everything fucking Scream Factory does is fucking gorgeous and you should give them your money. Yes. Because they're fucking awesome. Uh, the other thing is, um, is Red Eye. Oh yeah. I, I I always forget that's Wes Craven. I don't know why. And it's it's very different because it's it's not a horror movie. It's it's very much a thriller. But it's scary. But it's really fucking oh, man. scary. Yeah. And isn't uh It's Killian, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy, is that his name? Killian Murphy. Killian mm-hmm. Murphy. My other boyfriend. He is beautiful. He really is. Dear God. Beautiful. And and he's scary. Yeah. He's really scary. Is is he not also the one who did um the, in the Batman with the yeah he was the Scarecrow Scarecrow
1: mm-hmm. Ooh, a scary and a Scarecrow mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah but, boy yeah scary and sexy and scary I, and I, I, sexy.
1: I love in... him <laughs> my paths
0: are getting crossed and <laughs>
1: I, I, I I love in, in, in the Dark Knight you know in, in his his first appearance as, as a Scarecrow the, the 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 complete fake out they do on you is oh you you want to see my mask it, it's not really very scary but and then it's absolutely terrifying yeah it, just, it was one of the best jump scares I've seen. <laughs> um, that
0: is something I've really wanted to rewatch because I went and saw, um, cause the first one and the third one are good. And the second one just made me the Bane mm-hmm. one. I think. Oh, that,
1: that's the third one. Oh,
0: that is the third one. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh yeah. Cause it's the Joker. Right. Okay. And the first one is,
1: is Rachel Ghoul and then the Joker. and then, and then
0: Okay. It is. Ugh, yeah. yeah. It went
1: out on kind of a, yeah, but
0: I really been wanting to rewatch them um just because there are things that are really really amazingly well done in them um it plus now that there is some distance with um what's his name's passing uh yeah Heath Heath ledger's passing um and i'm 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 gonna say this and i i earned a lot of um internet lambasting when when i said this but what a fucking waste yeah. Well, and like and, and there are people who are like, well, he just, you know, he was, had a, and it, and it was an accident and I'm uh, overdosed. And I'm like, I don't he has so. like eight or nine different prescription drugs in him. And the only way that is an accident is if you're a fucking idiot. And yes, if you're consistently taking that much stuff on a regular basis, there is a balance that you're able to maintain
1: of not
0: ODing. Yeah. But when you're like, I'll take this, and this, and this, and this, and this. He had, like, he had, I'm fairly positive the toxicology listed at least eight.
1: That sounds right.
0: Like, at least eight fucking big-ass fucking drugs. And, And the thing that fucking breaks my heart is... That was a star-making performance. It he
1: really was.
0: He was good. He was good in the things, and he was charming in the things that he'd done up to then. And nothing had the caliber. Yeah. Of of the shoes that he wore in that characterization. Yeah. Because it was terrifying and heartbreaking and frightening and 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 pal- it was just so. Fucking tangible. Like like you felt like he felt like his talent was brushing against you. Yeah. While he was on the screen. Because it was just so there. And you know, I mean it's it's probably very much that, you know, the people that are that talented hurt more. Yeah. And and I will give him that. And I'm sorry. But it is a fucking waste and it it's it's a loss on and and on a on a lesser level than Philip Seymour Hoffman because like I I still mourn on a fucking regular basis the movies that Philip Seymour Hoffman would have made. And to be honest, I would have given up every single one of them. I would have given up every single performance he would have done if it meant he was still here and maybe teaching or mm. or doing something. Yeah. But it's the idea, it is so crushing with these actors of what they could have done and, and the impact they could have had in forming what we watch and and making the next big wave of, of what a movie could be. Because there was a gravitas that each of those actors gave to the silliest of movies and yeah. the widest of movies. and And it's our fucking loss that they're not with us anymore.
1: Yeah, the the fact the fact that Heath Ledger managed to take the Joker of
0: of all fucking comic book
1: characters, the, yeah, and and turned into the, this this amazing, weird but grounded performance mm-hmm. was yeah just uncanny.
0: Yeah, and I mean we've seen so many different variants of that characterization. Yeah, I mean anything was it Cesar Romero mm-hmm. uh, um, from and, the original and, yeah. Batman series, and then. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson,
1: you know, who's, who's a legendary actor, and, and Heath yeah. Ledger's performance completely overshadows his. Just, just there's, 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 there's no question. It's sad. Um, but we were talking about Red Eye. Yeah. And the one thing that I definitely want to say about Red Eye is, is <sighs> the weird thing about it is that the first 80% of it is a psychological thriller, mm-hmm. and then the last 20% is an action movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. you would never suspect the whole, from the first 15 scene. minutes yeah. that, that the plot resolution was going to involve a, a, a bazooka. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit and say that My Soul to Take and, and Cursed and, and Red Eye are, like, the most amazing movies that were ever made. Uh, I, will, I will defend
1: Red Eye as a very solid well, it's movie. It's a
0: solid movie. You know, it's just, it doesn't hit the apex no, uh, that some of his other movies which, which did. which is
1: probably why, I one of the reasons that I forget it, it, it it's, it's a Wes Graven movie. Yeah. I don't know if I knew that going into it. I think I saw it because it was a Killian Murphy movie. Well, yeah.
0: Internet boyfriend. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've also, the other criticism I've heard is that, you know, um, that, you know, while he kind of revitalized the, the genre in, in his three different streaks, Um, that uh, he, he, he comes to mind in a lot of the same way that Stephen King does where yes, it, he's not, he's, he's not the most amazing writer that ever existed, but he tells a wonderful story. Yeah. And for me, I'm always going to love that. And, and while he managed to completely completely. Rewrite the genre in a way that inspired uh, dozens and dozens of other movies and directors. You oh, know, absolutely. Was it.
1: I, I what, feel like a ton of it follows, it has its oh, DNA yeah. in, in the Nightmare on Elm Street films. Yeah.
0: You know, um, are there ways that maybe it could have been smarter or better? Maybe, but. But what it does, it does so amazingly well, and I love it. Yeah. And to me, it's a story I wanna I wanna see. Yeah. And
1: um, I, it, it's funny you mentioned Stephen King because I actually found myself kind of surprised that West Craven never did a Stephen King adaptation. Huh? I feel like their their joint sensibilities would have worked how, well together.
0: How much stuff did he do that he hadn't written?
1: That's a good point.
0: And I don't know. Oh. That's a question I don't know right.
1: the answer to. I. I I, I never did mention back when it would have been chronologically appropriate. <laughs> uh, but I... The reason that I was at Scarecrow um, to get uh, a Wes Craven movie is I, I explicitly wanted to see something that I had not seen mm-hmm. or ideally had even heard of.
0: Okay.
1: And what I got was a, a TV movie called uh, Chiller.
0: Okay, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. I,
1: I had not heard of it. Um, It's about this guy who... You know, he had this, this fatal condition and therefore was put in the cryogenic suspension for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And they finally uh, bring him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, because of an accident at the cryogenic facility, okay. you know, his unit fails and it's like, okay, now or cool. never.
0: Yeah. You know. <laughs> we either defrost um, him now or throw him away. Yeah, that's basically
1: <laughs> it. You know, which is a dilemma I face looking in my refrigerator constantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but the the whole main 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 thrust of this is 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 they you know explicitly have I think a couple of different characters say at various points in the movie, is is they brought back his body and they brought back his mind, but they couldn't bring back his soul. No. And so you know, no. and, and mainly what this comes down to is that now he's just kind of a huge dick. I, that, that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, one one of the plot points is is that. <laughs> You know he he's now he's now the head of his his, uh, of his father's
0: giant asshole. Yeah,
1: exactly. He's now the head the head of his, his his father's company, and there's been this you know family friend who's been in charge of the company for all these uh, interviewing years, yeah, yeah. and and part of the, the the plot point of it is that that he fires this guy,
0: <laughs> and I'm like money. yeah I don't
1: like you know West Craven bringing you family. A corporate drama. Yeah. What 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 exactly was going on? there are some scenes in it that are kind of scary. Uh, it was it was it was fairly decent.
0: It's for the holidays it was for the pretty horrors.
1: terrible. It was way better than Shocker. Um, <laughs> that's not saying much yeah, that, that that's my bar from now on. It, it, if I see something and it just completely fucking blows, I'm like, was it better than Shocker?
0: You yeah. <laughs> know. Probably. No, I always laugh because because that's like my bar for horror family for horrible families is. Did you ever see the Holly Hunter movie Home for the Holidays? I It's kind of like I've Robert Jr. Yeah. Oh my god, they're just fucking awful. They are <laughs> they are really close to the Your Next Family for just fucking sniping and being horrible to each other. Except it's set up as like. Ah, ha,
1: ha. Okay. The, the other thing that was weird in terms of the the family relationships in this one is there was this. Girl who lived in, you know, his mother's house. Who I was never clear on whether it was supposed to be his sister or not. Um, and
0: because
1: I kind of thought she was, and I kind of thought she wasn't. And, and at one point, you know, the mother is explicitly saying about the son as well. He's my own flesh and blood. And I'm like. Did did I Ooh, miss a
0: crucial line? Who? Yeah.
1: Why is she here? Did you just wake up one morning and she was in the kitchen? <laughs> and, you
0: know?
1: and you're like, oh, eh, we no got used to her
0: being here. <laughs> yeah, you know.
1: But but you know, at, at one point late in the movie, you know, of course, he's he's trying to skeevily put the moves on her, and I'm like, okay. Oh, how,
0: hey, hey, how, now. and I'm like,
1: how skeeved out am I supposed to be? <laughs> Know. is she a like,
0: friend? Is it, she family? Family? Yeah, you know, ha, ha, you ha, know It didn't start out being that is bad. Party, but I can now tell, it is. Yeah. I can tell it's this is bad. Like but
1: how bad is it? <laughs> um, it is. But yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't great. I don't recommend that you that you run out and see I'm it. I'm not but, running out. But it was kind of better than I thought it was going to be in some ways. <laughs> Alright, I'm so falling over. You are. And I am. we've we've also run out of West Craven movies. That's Drop right. Load. So but, you know. We're done. We're out. Peace out. Oh. You, you you don't want me saying that. I don't
0: want you saying that. You
1: can. <laughs> I can't. But I'm yeah. gonna give
0: you that look. <laughs> anyway, it's a pleasure to be back.
1: Absolutely um, it's a pleasure to be back. Um,
0: welcome back. It's it's Halloween. Yes. It's Halloween. Yes. And uh, we'll be talking to you again in two weeks.
1: We will. I'm Michael Montour. You can find me online at bloodletters.com or on Twitter at Montour. Um, I'm on Facebook somewhere. You can probably find me. And, I'm Jennifer um,
0: Lovely. You can find me at jengalobs.com. Yes. And also on Tumblr uh, under Jennifer Lovely and uh, Twitter under Lovely.
1: That's what I was trying to remember. What was my Tumblr account? That's yeah. michaelmontour.tumblr.com. There you go. All right. Bye. See you in two weeks.